welcome back to the Trav and Rigby show. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm great, dude. It's Friday. It is Friday. Uh, some people call it Friday. Nobody nobody calls it that. Literally my whole family and extended family. Um, and uh, your uh, your family now. My family I called told it, it to them. You did? Yep. I don't think so, dude. Yep. The whole family. Like like my kids and stuff? Just Liam. Just Liam says Friday? Yep. Oh, my God. He's going to say that forever now. Um, it's Friday, so that means that... It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> that means that... Let's, uh, let's see how many days it's been. It's been five like days. start over. It's been five days. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. It's been five days since Liam had staples put in his head, so that means... Oh, yeah. Did you want you want to talk about that? He's got two more days until we got to get those bad boys out. I mean, there's there's not much to say. It's my fault. I asked him to get a blanket off the couch. He went over uh, onto the couch to get it, and as the, he was coming off the couch with the blanket, he stepped on it as he was holding it, tripped over it, fell backwards, flush onto his back, off the side of the couch, and bonked his head off the radiator. Yikes. It was like that on the corner of the radio. It was one of those where I like I heard it. I as soon as I heard it make that little like tink. Yeah. Like his little noggin hit off. I knew he was bleeding. The yeah. minute it happened, I'm like, Oh, that's gonna be blood. And I went was over there a lot of blood. Well I went over and it was like dry and I was just like, you know how like he was he did that like made no noise at first and just was looking. And then it was the silent, like no noise cry. Oh, those are the worst. Because yeah. you're like that's, breathe buddy yeah please and then please he take was a breath. and then he was like doing the it hurt so bad that he was like doing like the wrenching around on the ground thing where he couldn't stop moving because it hurt so bad yeah and i was trying to like rub rub the spot on his head that he hit i was like oh it's okay buddy we're gonna it's gonna be better it's gonna be better and then as i'm rubbing my hand just got wet and wet and i was like oh no and i have blood all over it's me it's not like, better <laughs> it's not better um but he was fine that that was the that was the least bad part of the whole thing. I saw a picture of him today, and uh, he looked like Zach Wilson with the, the, headband. the white headband on. So for the record, he doesn't need that, right? The, the we were told very clearly he has to he doesn't have to dress that at all. Yeah, that is he there. Just likes it. No, we have it so that he won't touch it, right? Because oh, there's, okay. there's staples instead of stitches. Yeah. Um. So we don't want him to touch it at all. And if the headband is there, like the gauze. If it's there, he won't touch it. Now, did he have to? Uh, did he have to like get put under? So they gave him uh, like a nasal sedative, so yeah. it didn't put him to sleep, but it made him. It's like the laughing gas they give you oh, the dentist. Oh, goofy! Yeah, he was in, He was the biggest goofball on the planet. Do you have some videos of that? I do actually have a video of it. I'll nice. show you. He there was the one though where, oh man, you ever see the kid who's at breakfast who's sitting at breakfast and he's super tired. And she's like, is it breakfast? And he's like, and he just yells. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He just he he was sitting there in Mary's lap on the like on the little hospital bed thing, and like he had his eyes real like squinted closed, like almost like he was sleeping. Yep. And then he opened them up like real big, and he was like, "This is our big house." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, this kid's a loony too." He is high off. <laughs> yeah, he was tripping. Um, however. That did not prevent him from losing his ever-loving mind when we had to hold him for those staples. Yeah, that's a rough process. I mean, I I haven't had to do that to, like, Olivia or anything like that, but, like, we've had to, like, get her x-rays and stuff like that when she was, like, a baby baby, like, 
put her in like that weird like x-ray tube thing yeah. and just seeing her screaming crying while she was in there i'm like this is breaking my heart so i, I know that you probably went through kind of a similar oh thing. yeah i mean I, it was terrible because he was letting out like this um this like primal guttural scream and he like <laughs> mary was holding him at first but the way that he had shifted because like she was sitting on the hospital bed with her back right against it. Like, she was the one in the hospital bed. Yeah. So that he could be sitting, facing, like, chest to chest with her. Mm-hmm. So that she could wrap her arms around him. Like, this is how they set us up. Yeah. And then she would hold him there. And then I leaned over her. So, like, I'm just smothering her at this point. Yeah. And then I'm just sort of holding his head tight. And not so, like, I'm choking him or anything. But just so that he won't move his head. Because they got to put these... Sta- it's a legit staple gun. So they yeah. have to legit staple this. And she... He the way that he was just squirming and just screaming, the way that he ended up was that he was almost off of her lap completely, and I was bear hugging him, and I never it didn't dawn on me till then. I'm like, dude, that like uh, adrenaline strength is real. Yeah, that five year old is the strongest five year old I've ever encountered. Yeah, like I was like we got done, it was all said and done, and he immediately calmed down. I'm assuming that's what the sedative does because yeah. he immediately was like a goofball again. But, like, we were done. Mary's all breathing heavy. I'm sweating. I'm like, what is going on here, dude? It was so bad. And then we had to get them out in a couple of days, and that's going to be a nightmare again. Now, here's the part of the show where I look stupid, right? Because I'm just going to admit that I don't know something, because that's just what I do. I'll never pretend I know something if I don't. Um, Staples, from what I'm aware of, they are more of, like, a vertical thing, right? Like, they... Like staple gun, right on on paper, right? Mm-hmm. Or like a staple gun, like uh, like it takes one thing that's on top of another thing, and then they, like those two things are now together. Um. So how does this work when there's a gash? Does so that the, make sense? Like, so here's the gash. I'm drawing it, this on a paper for those of you who can't see. Because it's horizontal at that point, right? Yeah. So here's the gash, right? This is this is a very rough opening of the gash right here. Okay. And then the staples. Go just like like a normal paper. They go over it like this, and then what you have is something that looks more like this, with the staples over it. Right. So I guess it just keeps it from opening further. Yeah, but but that's not even a good illustration. The skin is smashed together, almost to where it makes almost like a little mountain, like it's pinched together. Okay. So all right. Well, because like I said, I'm thinking like they they push the skin together. Like a freaking teepee. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they, then and then fingers. they would and then they would do where the skin comes together. That's where they would staple it, mm-hmm. not like across, but together. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Kind of, but it, it is across though. It's stapled like you would staple paper, right? Across. Right. No, I know. I'm not saying across though. I'm saying like you horizontal would... with the wound. If that's what makes right. Hold on. Look, give me, give me the, give me the. Okay. Give me the pen. Let's Take do it. this. Let's do this again. Right. I wish you guys could see us. So. So this is now a profile view of it, right? Where you you that's the skin where it it bows upward because they pinch it together. Yep. Staples would go in like this to keep them together. Yeah, they pinch on the inside, so each one's pinching in here, not over, right? They put it over, not yeah. through. Ready? This is this is one end of the staple. This is the other end of the staple. So the skin is like up here. They do both. Yeah, so the staple goes over both sides. It doesn't go through one side. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what's surprising to me is I thought it would go through because that's how you normally use staples where oh, yeah, you put no. it through one piece of paper and into another one. You ever see it on the back of the paper when you staple it? It's like, yeah, it, it like clips, clips around. Yeah, that's yeah. what it does on the inside of the skin. Isn't, 
It's crazy. Uh, People are like, uh, so we practice medicine and we heal wounds. Um, can I have your stapler? Yeah. <laughs> we use it the same way as, I mean, we, as you would in, in the office. So we were asking her questions like, you know, this is going to be this is going to be painful. Do you going to get, do, we, do we need to get pain medicine for him? And she legitimately legitimately said, while stapling a wound is barbaric by nature, yeah. she's like, that's generally going to be pretty comfortable. Like he's not actually going to be in a lot of pain there. Yeah. And thinking back, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I had eleven staples on the top of my hand, and I have to say, I, I really wasn't that. As long as it's dressed and stuff, it really isn't that uncomfortable. It just seems weird, like. Hey, this is a recent wound. This is flesh that has just been cut open and is now exposed to the elements. Let's stick metal in it. Yeah. Well, because obviously it's sterile. Yeah. It, it, because Liam is Donnie from the Wild Thornberries, though, it just makes sense to cover that wound anyway, just so he just doesn't get case. it ripped out or he doesn't play with it. And also, he still has to go to school every day. So, yeah. We didn't make him go to school yesterday because he went through a lot on Sunday. <laughs> a little bit of stuff. So, we, we didn't make him go to school yesterday. But he went today and he did great. And he's doing fine today. Speaking of doing fine today, Brian Laundry found dead, right? That's what they're saying. I don't believe it. I I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I feel like why would he go through any of what he went through if he was going to kill himself? Because that's what happened, right? If he's dead, it's because he killed himself. They believe that alligators got him. Which? Because they said that they found him in a place that was previously covered by water. Which is why his body, which is why his, his, because they found skeletal remains for a guy that's been missing for a few weeks. Yeah, so he was picked clean. Which I'm like, that's suspicious. Well, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that, but that's, so then that fits the Everglades narrative, right? That he did go there and he, but remember I made that argument, like of all the places you were going to hide, why would you go to the one place in Florida where the entire environment will eat you? Why wouldn't you like leave the United States? He yeah. had to have left the country. Well, they said that he went to the he originally went to the Everglades because he knows that area really well. And in my mind that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. There are dinosaurs that live in the Everglades. <laughs> it's a, dinosaurs, it's also oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, a uh, home of the play, like the people trying to find you. Yeah. It's just so I mean if if what they're saying is true, right? They found skeletal remains. That means he Something killed him initially, and then creatures picked him clean, right? Yeah. So so here's my understanding, right? Um, this park was open, yep. and then they closed it because they were like, hey, we're going to look for this guy. So it's not open to the public right now. Right. The first day after after they're in there searching for, I don't, I don't know how long, to be honest with you. They're in there searching for him, and then the first day they open it up, Papa Laundry goes in there. Papa Laundry. He goes in and he finds his kids. He finds his kids, uh, like backpack or 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 bag or whatever it was, and, and like a notebook. And then he finds uh, teeth and a skull. And he's like, "That's my boy." Conveniently, yeah. Like his dad found him. Oh, so you think they were real things? I think they're planted, but placed there. Yes. And I don't think the skull is his. I'm pretty sure that they have come back saying that the dental records match. They are his teeth. Well, that means he could he could just pull you could teeth just out, pull though. your teeth out and yeah. throw them in the water. Yeah, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wouldn't they be able to tell if they were freshly pulled teeth though? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they could have broke them up a little bit. I have no idea. But in it, but then I guess they tested the skull and it came back that it wasn't him. 
that the skull Ooh, wasn't him. Okay. So I really think that I really think that what happened was uh, Papa Laundry. Uh, he was spotted outside of like a FedEx with a with a package uh, a few days before the park closed. A lot of people think that he may or may not have mailed some of these things to a friend that wouldn't have been suspicious, right? Because they don't know who this friend is yeah. on cameras going through these, like this part of the Everglades or whatever. And they and that that friend planted the things there for for Papa Laundry to find once they opened it back up. Okay, so I I actually really like that theory, but let me offer the an opposing thought here. Doesn't that seem like a lot of of hypothetical though? Like that's a lot that would needed to have happened for that to be the case. Possibly. I mean, I also think it's 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 uh on par for the ridiculousness that is this case yeah but it's also like okay the alternative right the the actual story so far is that he went missing he went to the everglades because he knows the area really well uh that turned out to be a bad idea for him because he ended up dying and then his body decomposed that quickly and then his dad happened to find him yeah that to me seems much more unlikely that it than a plant yeah than like some shenanigans went down yeah then i mean his parents have been trying to protect him and i mean his parents have just been claiming that they don't know anything which i think is not true because he went back to his parents house and he was there for days there's no way there's no way they don't know anything yeah that's not possible like they weren't like oh where's your girlfriend dude this is gonna be a netflix documentary because yeah they're working on it already they're already working on it somebody netflix is already making money off this because I want to I want to believe this the way that you've laid it out, right? Yeah. This is all some sort of orchestrated plan. Um, I've played a lot of Among Us, dude. I'm pretty sure this is how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> what a, a game that'll ruin friendships. Um, love it. But I I feel like if if things went down, even if it's not exactly the way that you have laid it out, right? And it's still something sketchy, though, right? Yep. Some other. All of that is true. Like he's alive, and those you know he just yanked out his own teeth, and they just just a different plan, but along the same lines of what you said. Same result. This there's no way this doesn't end up a documentary, like a series. Oh no, it's definitely going because, to. Because and and the reason I say this is because people are gonna. They, this has become such a pop culture case now at this point. Yeah, people need answers. You know what I mean, and there's nothing it, to with respect to her family and not really his family because like if he's kind of the scumbag everybody thinks he is yeah and i don't think a lot of people really like his parents nobody really cares about how his family feels about it but her family has done nothing all they've wanted is closure closure and you know their daughter back to do with what you know whatever with the remains right and so like with respect to them this is this is something everybody in this country for the most part cares about so yeah. there's no way this doesn't become something that ends up mainstream that you get to watch at some point. It is crazy, and it's also super sad because of all of the other missing people that don't get the same type of love. Yeah, that's true. Right? the case is just not as interesting. Right, exactly. Because it's just like, oh, this guy happened. To, for for whatever reason, this hit the media, and everybody is running with it. Right? But you know what's crazy is when they searched for Gabby Petito's body, they found nine other bodies. Yeah, right. Uh, what was the park? that they, Was it Yellowstone? I don't know. Can't even think. Of I don't think it was, it was Yellowstone, but um, I do know. Yeah, in that park, they found nine bodies. Yeah, lo- that's pretty wild. Looking for her. 
do we think and those are related or is those completely unrelated? I think they're probably unrelated, but super sad just because like they're not getting any of the national yeah. you know uh yeah, it's super, attention. Super, it's just not as interesting, so it's just not getting the same attention. Yeah, right. that's true. Um that that's so as far as we know, or at least Rigney knows that uh that's as much into this that we have at the moment. Um, that's probably, let's be honest, that's probably the end of it as far as we're going to know, at least for, for a while. Yeah. A long time. Um, plus he pops back up somehow. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't know I was as into this case as my TikTok algorithm. Let me believe it's just because they we were, talked about it on a show once and our phones heard of Yeah, and they were like, oh, here's all the Brian Laundry stuff Here you need go. to know. Here's everything. I was like, oh. I okay. saw the Dog the Bounty Hunter clip, too, that he posted, like threatening him, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Is there anybody that's really out there that's like afraid of Dog the Bounty Hunter? Like, kind of can't take him seriously. I, there's no part of him that makes me be like, oh, shit, Dog the Bounty Hunter's after me? <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. You look ridiculous. It's more like, like if you take your civil court case to Judge Judy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's attention seeking is at this point is all it is. Um but you know, in the in the realm of of interesting topics, uh we'll venture we'll venture more into um some fictional stuff, right? Okay. Well, eh, no, I should some sci-fi stuff. I don't want to say fictional cuz we have no idea. Who um, knows about anything at this point? So there's something that's called the Fermi paradox. I'm not going to play the whole 3 minute video like I wanted to because it's kind of long and her voice is kind of annoying. But it's called the Fermi Paradox. Basically, what this means is people tend to think that there's no way, there's just no way that with how big the universe is, which we, we speculate is endless, right? Yeah. It, I, or we know that it's endless. It, it's massive. At, at the um, very least, it's massive. At the very least, it's never ending. Um, that there's no shot that there's no other life out there somewhere. I agree. Right? I, and I tend to agree with that as well. But this paradox states that that may be the case with this whole thing boils down to like why we haven't how could we not have you know uh encounter some sort of extraterrestrial life right that's how this whole, right. that's really what this is uh aiming towards so the the paradox says though that may be the case however what if uh it's it's fully possible that we could have been contacted with but a higher species just doesn't find us that interesting because in the grand scheme of the and the time of uh, the existence of Earth or the, even the universe, I think she said we're like a fraction of a millisecond. We've been making noise in this universe. So, like, yeah. why would anybody, why would any species that's probably been around billions of times longer care about us? Which I think is also a very good point. Yeah. It, I barely care about us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Basically, it's what they're saying is like, this, this would be like every one of us jumping into a plane and going all the way to the Amazon to look at one anthill. You'd be like, why in the world would you do that? Yeah, yeah, it's not worth any amount of time. So, but that also sort of that also sort of means that they know what we have going on over here. So maybe they just have their technology so advanced they can just see us without having to do much. And they're just like, right. look at these, look at these fools. Or at least at the at the very least, right? There are very many planets around them that have life similar to us that are just like, yeah, there's a tons of those out there. We don't care about looking at that. Yeah. There's like, right. Like we don't know. Like if you, t- if you take that example uh, verbatim, right? Like the anthill example, we don't know exactly where there's an anthill in the Amazon forest. We just know that there's probably millions, if not billions of them. Yeah. Right. And we know that because we look in our yards and we see them all over the place. Yeah. That's a good point. So they've got to be everywhere. Yeah. 
So without even going out there, you don't even have to go to the Amazon to know that they're out there. So we, like, we just know that based on our surroundings. So essentially that this this higher species, this different species, knows that generally we exist, but they just don't care. Cause yeah, and not, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I <laughs> The whole point of this, this paradox really is to just sort of make you feel insignificant cause it's, because it's almost narcissistic for the way that we – to you – for anybody to look at this and go – there's no way or that we are the only ones alive in the entire universe. That's just mathematically how it worked out, which I think actually is mathematically impossible, right? There's no way that we're the only living I don't, I don't think so. But it's narcissistic to think we are the only ones that exist. Yeah. However, it's also sort of narcissistic to assume that, yes, there may be something else out there, but that they would just come to find us because we are humans and we are right. interesting. Like, no, we may just be super insignificant. But – yeah, it may be narcissism that kind of drives that, but I also think it's just it's just the uh you know, the the simple fact of, you know, exploration in 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 general because I think that we are doing that, right? Like we are constantly looking for things. Yeah. In 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 outer space or like, you know, we send rovers to Mars every other year, whatever we do. And so I think that since we're constantly looking for things, we just assume that there are other species out there doing the same thing, constantly looking for things. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. maybe we assume that they're looking for other life, but no, I I I believe it's pretty much like yeah. pretty much primarily narcissism. Yeah, we're we <laughs> just think we think a lot of ourselves. There's no way that there's not something else. In fairness, we only know of us, so that's like that. Right. It's sort of like what other option do we have? Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, I didn't need a paradox to make me feel insignificant. Yeah, true story. I just, <laughs> I just heard it and I was like, yeah, this is something cool to talk about. And then like you hear the actual video. I mean, Rigney and I listened to it, and I would have played it for you know you guys, but it's long and and she's kind of like condescending, right? Isn't her tone kind of condescending in the video? Yeah, she's sort of like you guys care so much about like extra extraterrestrial life, but like. They don't. They care don't about care about you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, Jesus. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham actually has a uh, a line like that in one of his songs where he says, uh, "He says you try so hard to uh, believe in God, but have you ever thought that He doesn't want to believe in you?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay, all Jeez, right, buddy, that's fair. take it easy on us. <laughs> um, speaking of that, though, there's a um, you probably, I'm sure. Actually, I think we've talked about this before. the The rover that we had on Mars that's no longer functioning. Uh no, so the rover. And by no, I mean I don't know what. There's a rover, or there was. I mean, it's still there. There's a a rover we put on Mars that was there for a while, and this is just how we we viewed the surface of Mars for a while, uh, with this rover, and this rover was programmed to sing Happy Birthday to itself. Oh yeah, I saw every that. year. It's like the saddest thing of all time. Yeah, right up until it does not work. So it's like it's saying it like one of the last, very last things it it did was was What's sing sa- itself Happy Birthday. Oh yeah, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard, dude. Fast forward to myself in fifty years. Just, yeah, right. <laughs> just on Mars by yourself. I'm silent her- for th- <laughs> three hundred and sixty four days of the year, <laughs> just laying in bed, and then I finally just open up my mouth on my birthday, just sing myself Happy Birthday, and then I just die. And then die. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. What a great day. Um. Before we move on to anything, we should probably throw it over to Gaz. Yes, Gaz. What's up, bud? Appreciate you guys, Trav and Rigney. They were a part of the Johnstone Supply and Troy bus trip. And don't forget, even though you missed the bus trip, fall is here, and that means changes are coming to your home. Maybe your furnace needs a new control board or a blower motor. Maybe you're looking for an upgrade for your heating system, and you're just trying to find out the right terms. A ductless system. 
Don't worry, the experts at Johnstone Supply in Troy will help you prepare for the colder weather ahead. We're talking about a company that is family-owned and operated that's been taking care of the capital regions for decades, and now they want to help you. To visit their store, just head over to 6th Avenue in Troy, and for more information, you can check out their Facebook page or give them a call today at 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Say what's up to our guy, Tom. What a great time with the UAlbany game. See if Cavs in there, James. Maybe see my guy, George, a former guest on Getting There with guys who shared his story with us. All these guys on 6th Avenue in Troy want to help you get back to make sure that you're prepared. Your home, your heating, your furnace, everything, your air filters and more. They help you. Hey, they got ladders in there too. My guy LeVac just bought one. So anything you're working on in your home, give them a spot right there in your home. Carve it out for Johnstone Supply in Troy. Again, that number one more time, 518-272-5922. Johnstone Supply in Troy. Also want to give love to our guys over at Mohawk Honda. Hello to everybody at Mohawk Honda. I got to do that this past Friday with my guy Levesque, and now you can do the same for you. My mom, vehicle, bought at Mohawk Honda. She lives in Syracuse. She drove two hours east because she did her research and found the vehicle that fit best, and sure enough, there it was, Mohawk Honda. Shout out to my guy Cam McKenna, who takes care of her and anybody else who's looking for a new vehicle. So don't do that. Look at what you're doing right here in the capital region. What I'm saying about don't do that is don't look around four or five hours away and make the drive and try to find it. You're going to find it at Mohawk Honda. The inventory is there. The vehicle that you want is sitting and waiting for you. Whether it's new or pre-owned, the Kelly Blue Book offer where you can drive out the lot with some money in your pocket and find the new ride. It's all good on there. And I already gave you a name, Cam McKenna. Saw my guy Greg Johnson. Been too long. Great to see Lindsey Harrington and the VIP man and Hot Sauce and MJ and all the great people there. John Higgins took care of my vehicle. My car can get back on the road in the Capital Region thanks to him. It is Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Now back to our guys, Trav and Rigney. And we are back. I noticed how... Was that a good enough pause? What God said wasn't funny this time. You didn't laugh. I was told to respectfully not laugh at him anymore. Nobody said from the that. Ti- from the higher-ups. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> there hasn't been enough time for him to say that. Um, we're going to move on to something a little more lighthearted and jovial than the Mars rover singing happy birthday to itself before it died. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen some of the new comic book hero trailers? I'll be more specific in a second. Uh, like the new Batman one. With no. Okay, I'm going to show it to you after this. It's very cool. Okay. I love how people went from, oh my God, the Twilight guy is playing Batman to this movie's going to be badass. <laughs> this is the I same. Saw, I saw a TikTok that said, uh, said the girls had Robert Pattinson for a long time. Now he belongs to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the same arc that the Batman movie with the joker with heath ledger's joker right this is the same sort of thing that happened people saw heath ledger's joker real quick they showed it for like two seconds in the trailer when that movie's trailer came out and people lost their minds like he looks ridiculous like because everybody based it off of um jack nicholson's joker Mm -hmm. right so like he looks ridiculous and this and that and then that movie came out and people the dude won an oscar for that for that role like he won an oscar for playing the joker which somebody has done since then but still um that's what's happening here people were so upset when they heard that robert pattinson was playing bruce wayne slash batman and then now the second trailer the first one was sort of a teaser and the second one came out 
and people are pumped. Well, I think what happens is um, people kind of get stuck in the in their way with a uh, you know once they once once a person plays a character to like the majority of the population's liking, that's that character now, right? Yeah. yeah. Like uh like Toby Maguire was Spider Man. Once yep. they started a new Spider Man with wasn't Tobey Maguire, they're like, I don't know if I can be on board. But now people love the new Spider Man. Yeah, well the the one that the what's his name that played Spider Man after Tobey Maguire, people weren't a fan of. Um blanking on his name now. Right, but the new one they like. Yeah, Tom Holland. People love him, Tom Holland. That guy. Um So and I I kind of feel like they did the same thing, right? Christian Bale was Batman. They yep. lo- everybody loved Christian Bale. Yep. Right? Yeah. Like he was a pretty universally loved Batman. Uh then Ben Affleck and then everybody was like I don't really know if Ben Affleck's going to be a good Batman. Yeah. And I heard he wasn't that bad actually. No, he was good. But um but, but I still don't think people liked his Batman. No, I was just going to say he was very he was pretty good, but people just didn't like him as Batman. Right. And it's I I feel like it has a lot to do with the actor. It's almost like they'd rather an like a no-name guy. Yeah. Play him than like Ben Affleck's going to play him. Yeah. Like who else are we going <laughs> to Yeah. march right. up there to play Batman? Exactly. I feel like a lot of it has to do with the name value, right? So Robert Pattinson, they're like the Twilight guy. He's Batman. Really? I don't know. That, this seems rough. So yeah, I feel like a lot of it. Um, just just let it sink in. Let them play the character yeah. and see how they do. So the, I when the teaser trailer came out, and I, I'm the worst when it comes to this kind of thing because I just get so excited that there's very little they could do to for me to be like, oh, this is gonna be trash. So like the way that the teaser trailer came out when it came out like I don't know a year ago, the way that they did it made it seem like it's gonna be like an actual like what they call it, like a noir, like a detective movie. Yeah. Um and which is what Bruce Wayne is. He is he his his literal moniker is he's the greatest detective ever, right? Mm-hmm. He so if this movie's gonna be that way, that's that's totally cool. The way they set it up is it looked it looked really grungy almost, like the Riddler wasn't wearing some flamboyant green suit with a bunch of question question marks on it. I miss Jim Carrey. Yeah, that was I mean, I'm not hating. That was <laughs> I love Jim Carrey as the Riddler. But but they made this. They tried to, to sort of root this one in a lot more realism, and I love that idea. Like every one of the scenes that you've seen Batman in is very dark. Yeah, and by dark I mean literal dark lighting, as opposed to a lot of the Christian Bale Batman scenes where there's a lot of him in the daylight, which people are just not used to. You're just not used right. to seeing Batman in daylight. And for this this particular movie, Robert Pattinson's, I haven't seen him in the bat suit. Where the scene wasn't also very dark, like lighting wise. How does he seem like he would be like Bruce Wayne? I mean, does he seem like he'd be a good Bruce Wayne? Because uh, I feel like that's where he's gonna struggle. I, you, they didn't give you a lot, and I'll show you when we finish this. I'll show you the tr- the new trailer just came out this last weekend, but yeah. they didn't give you a lot of Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. You, they gave you a little bit of him, at, like action wise as Batman. Yeah, a little bit of him talking as Batman, which people were relieved by. People hated Christian Bale. They loved Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne. They hated that like grunting. I'm Batman. Did. Yeah, like they that hated kind of that. Yeah, he. You almost have to do that a little bit as Batman because he can't. Yeah, I was gonna say because the whole point of him saying it that way is to try and disguise his voice, yeah. right? Like that's half of the thing. Yeah, and Pattinson does it a little, but it's not nearly as obnoxious. So yeah. people were immediately relieved with that part because he says, "I'm." vengeance or something like that and he says it with this sort of deeper voice because i felt like personally i mean and i never saw this movie but i felt like ben affleck would have played a good bruce wayne he was a very good he was in um because i feel like he looks the part i don't know that robert pattinson looks like a bruce wayne he 
he definitely is a different Bruce Wayne like visual because they do show him as he's young too. By the way, this is early Batman stages. This okay. is not this is not Batman in his forties when he's got a full blown high tech Batcave. This is Batman starting off young twenty something year old Batman. How old is Alfred? Uh, <laughs> is he in the movie? Probably still in his yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I forget even who's playing him. Famous guy though. Um, but Ben Affleck's Batman, or excuse me, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. Um, he, I actually think that was where he thrived as in that character was his Bruce yeah. Wayne. Ben Affleck is the perfect amount of asshole to play Bruce Wayne. He, there's a scene where he runs into Henry Cavill who plays Superman, mm-hmm. uh, and at a ball hosted by Lex Luthor, which is just all of it's hilarious. Um, or it's at this big gala where that Lex Luthor is hosting and Bruce Wayne is there and he runs into Clark Kent, the, the, uh, reporter and and he's he asked Ben Affleck or asked Bruce Wayne, you know, what do you think about this Batman character, you know, just beating up on people? And he said, it's funny that the 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 Daily Planet would criticize Gotham City when every time your hero sees a cat from a tree, you damn near build him a statue or you hate him or something. I forget the exact wording. And then he said, oh, it doesn't seem like you 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 like that sort of justice, or something like that. And then he, Bruce Wayne says, "Sorry, you'll have to excuse me. I just have tr- I just the city struggles with dealing with freaks dressed as clowns." And I was like, "Oh my god! <laughs> like you hadn't even seen the Joker in any of these movies yet, and he's already busting balls. I loved it." Right. Um, but his whole tone—he's very sarcastic, but like straight faced, and um, he was—I think he was a much better Bruce Wayne than he was the Batman. So, if if I could uh, interrupt for one second, is there a is there an actor currently that you're like he'd be perfect for Batman or he'd be perfect as Bruce Wayne? Um, that's the thing, man. I honestly, I think it has to be combinations. I really liked. Do you think they would ever do something like that where somebody played Batman and then somebody else played Bruce Wayne? No, it has to be the same. Yeah, guy. it would have to be the same guy. Could you? T- I mean, I obviously he has a mask, but it's a somewhat revealing mask. It's not like a fully encompassing um, yeah, luchador unless, mask. Unless they do the Arkham Knight Batman, which I don't know if you've seen the video game. The Arkham Knight Batman, um, it's almost like a excuse me, a futuristic. It's like a suit of helmet. armor. It's like a helmet deal, right? almost, where yeah. you don't even see everything. Looks it's got all the same features as a Batman mask would normally have, right. but you don't see any of his actual face. It's all like helmet, like very almost like the Iron Man helmet, right? Just very tight to his face you just don't see his actual face they might be able to use a different actor in that way you just never seen his face and you wouldn't even know anyway right that it was a different guy um but they did the one thing with ben affleck when he went with batman versus superman is in order to beat superman he needed to build a suit of armor well not like the one he already had an actual like iron batman suit that was just laced with all kinds of kryptonite gadgets right and his voice in that suit is actually they they transitioned it into the voice he used a lot when he was just regular Batman as well because it came out really cool was it was like his voice was on like this almost like a a speaker phone and it was distorted through machinery and not through like you trying to grunt it it was like yeah. distorted through like some sort of voice changing thing ooh a la Kane yeah exactly but not not so like drastic <laughs> yeah I mean you could still tell it was a human being but <laughs> I uh, miss that thing yeah uh, it was really just one of those things that people hold to their necks anyway. But yeah. uh, that was really cool that they did that with uh, with Ben Affleck. Um, but transitioning, because I'll show you that trailer after, into another comic book character, 
is the Spider-Man movie coming out. And I've never seen a movie, a, a comic book movie, have so much speculation, at least not since Endgame. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen that this is probably going to be the biggest movie of the year. It's going to, I mean, it's going to rival Endgame, which I think is the highest grossing movie of all time, right? Yeah, it's wild. So it's going to rival that uh, because this is a movie, and it, it, it's funny because you had already just talked about it. This is a movie where the speculation is right now that because, and at least I showed you in the trailer, Peter Parker asked Doctor Strange to fix something in a timeline that he should not be fixing or should not be tampering with. People know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and Peter Parker wants that to go away. He wants to see if he can get Doctor Strange to change that, go back in time. He wants Doctor Strange to mess up the timeline. And in doing so, he messes up the timeline. He makes it some sort of crack, and he breaks it wide open. Right. So this is the this is the Spider-Man movie that's been... Um, it's been teased a lot that it's going to be like the Into the Spideyverse yeah. type of deal where it has all three Spider-Mans in it. Yeah. Spider-Men? Sp- yeah, Spider-Men. So this is... They haven't shown you yet, but it's almost a foregone conclusion. Um, you're going to get Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man in it. Yep. And then you're going to get... Um, Tom Holland. Tom Holland is obviously the main character of the movie. And then the other Spider-Man. The second I'm guy. I'm forgetting. I can't believe I keep blanking on his name. That's okay. Um, and the reason you know that's happening is because they already showed you Doc Ock from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. We already know that he's in this movie. Yeah. So if he is in this movie, it would make zero sense that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is not also in this movie. This should be pretty interesting. So, the reason I bring that up is because most people at this point have seen this trailer or have seen this news in one way or another. The reason I bring it up is because there is a theory today, because Tom Holland, he can't help. He's he's a kid, first of all. He's like 21 years old. Yeah. And he can't help but open his mouth when it comes to not leaking things for oh, big movies he's in. And he said that he was in a scene with four people sitting at a table and he said he the scene was was absolutely amazing and he couldn't believe he was doing it. He's like and then he got to watch the scene with his friends and he said he it absolutely dropped his jaw. And he and in doing in saying that he gave a couple of things away. One, the scene includes four people, one of which is not somebody he's used to doing scenes with. Right. And two, this person was not in the actual scene, was not present when he did it, which means they put this person in after the fact. Okay. Which tells you. So what does that give away? That means that it's going to be one of the other Spider-Mans because that means they didn't, they didn't even want him to know it at the time. They didn't want him to know who he was talking to. So what they think they're what they're trying to tell you is there's two options. One, they are bringing Tobey Maguire back, mm-hmm. but in a timeline where Tobey Maguire is like Uncle Ben. Oh, he old. Yeah. So like he, but he's like the Uncle Ben, and it's this weird timeline. Or I almost said, oh, he dead. Oh, he dead, dead. <laughs> or. And this is my favorite possibility, and I'm gonna I might cry in a movie theater if this is the case. I would like to see you cry. They bring the Daredevil, Matt Murdock from the Netflix Daredevil series in because Toby Maguire or not excuse me, Tom Maguire, Tom Holland's Peter Parker is going to need a lawyer, right? Because he his his identity has been revealed mm-hmm. that he is a Spider Man. He's going to be in trouble for, you know, city damages and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, he's going to need a very good lawyer. Cue Matt Murdock from the Daredevil. From the, I mean, still in the Marvel Universe, just the Netflix uh, right. c- uh, cinematic universe. And he, uh, his Daredevil is heralded as like one of the top ten best Netflix series of all time. I've heard it's really, really good. Um, it's such a good series. And then that spawned, however... Um, the Punisher series. Which I've also heard is Which amazing. is also phenomenal. 
um, with John Bernthal playing Frank Castle. So what this means is while you may have lost some people with in the Marvel Universe, like Tony Stark is gone, right? And um, so they're somehow still making a Black Panther movie with um, – I'm forgetting that gentleman's name now as well. But he died from cancer, the gentleman yeah. who played Black Panther. Um, he passed away from cancer. There's there's people you're not going to see anymore. So because they know this, and they you know, and obviously Disney wants to still make their money, they are now introducing n- not new but new faces into the Marvel universe that right. were already very popular that are going to make them even more money now. Now that they're missing because they can't bring back Scarlett Johansson, right? Her character dies. She yeah. dies in in the in the cinematic universe, and they can't bring back Iron Man. He died. Tony Stark dies in the cinematic universe. I mean, the only way they're doing that is like prequel stuff. Yeah, I mean, unless they go somewhere wild with this this Spider Verse thing, where Peter Parker's broken reality here, and he um, can bring back people that have died. Yeah, or go, somehow he goes back in a timeline, or there's a different timeline. Um, but this is I had this discussion with Taylor on Twitter a couple weeks ago that this is also sort of evidence that this is how they make Tom Holland's Peter Parker the new Iron Man. By true in this alternate universe, Tom Holland's Peter Parker becomes the new. He won't be Tony Stark. He'll still be Peter Parker, but he'll be the new right. Iron Man. And Miles Morales, who they'll, I'm, I'm sure they will introduce in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at some point, will be the only Spider-Man now. Instead of there being two different Spider-Mans, which there is. Gotcha. Um, I'm interested to see it though. There's there's a lot, I, and I know that there's some people listening who are like, "What the hell are you two talking about?" <laughs> But there's going to be a large portion of you that know what we're talking about here. And I'm very, very excited. I'm, the, the nerd in me is coming out with these movies. And I'm like, I will go see these movies by myself. Zero issue. Yeah, I don't think I realized how big into superheroes you were. Oh, yeah. I, it started with DC, like at the Batmans. And then it just sort of transitioned. Because Marvel made so many that it was tough to knock it into them. Right. And I, lo- I've, I love Iron Man. I loved Iron Man since the very first one came out. So I, I, saw, I actually just saw a clip... Um... It was a clip of Don Cheadle and Mark Ruffalo being interviewed, like to promote Endgame, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, if you thought the last one was crazy, he's like, almost everybody dies in this one." And Don <laughs> Cheadle's like, "Are you kidding me?" Mark's like, "Oh, yo, you can cut that out, right? Like, just cut that out." And then Don's like, "Yo, just stop talking about it. Just, just stop, stop. Just move talking. on. Just move on." And he's like, "He's like, you're." He's like, you're probably going to get into a lot of trouble. Oh, that. yeah. So there's, I don't even know. Um, I'm trying to think. There's, so Disney has something in place here, like. Um, like NDAs. Yeah, like rules, like things you can you can get fined for, like a lot of trouble. Um, And Tom, I want to say the only one that's even been really close is Tom Holland. And I'm trying to figure out what he ruined, man. He he ruined something huge uh, right before Endgame. He didn't ruin it. They they did Disney did a very very good job of getting that removed from the airwaves whatever yeah. he said but it was you know it's once it gets out of the airwaves somebody's got it I believe Chris Pratt got into some trouble because he had his like the actors aren't even allowed to have their cell phones on set because they don't yeah. want anybody snapping pictures no videos anything like that and Chris Pratt got in trouble for snapping a video yeah, yeah. Uh, and like putting it on his like I don't know his Instagram or something like that uh, and it didn't even it wasn't even revealing it was just everybody just chilling around the set and they were like, but if somebody who they didn't want to know that was going to be in that scene or in the, even in that movie, like, yeah. happened to walk through the background, like, Chris Pratt could have gotten into a lot of yeah, trouble. Yeah, especially considering in that movie, 
half of the heroes were dead. So if you take a picture <laughs> yeah. with somebody who's supposed to be dead, they're going to know that that person is not dead in this movie and you will have ruined a very large chunk of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Garfield is the second Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's his name. Um, who uh, is together with Emma Stone in real life and also is their co- uh, co-stars in that movie she is oh yeah yeah um she oh, is you are jealous huh dude come on i'm over it no i'm not i'm not over it okay i still can't watch zombie land <laughs> because what what the hell is his name in zombie land it makes me so mad that that he is in that movie jesse eisenberg i can't stand him i can't stand he even got the toucher in that movie and he played lex luther no yeah but i don't care about that that, I that care, made me mad i care more about how smoking hot she was in Zombieland and Jesse Eisenberg. Dude, be an actor. Stop it. I was going to say I'm not good looking enough for that, but look at Jesse Eisenberg out here. You don't have to be a good looking guy to act. I'm just meant You like, only have to be a good looking girl to my act. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me saying that, people. That's Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, God, Jesse Eisenberg. I hate him. Um. Yeah, so... We we got off on a tangent. There was a bunch of things we were going to talk about here. It's okay. We can save it for another show. Yeah. So, but we have done a lot of Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. All this. Um, yeah, all, and Halloween is on Sunday. So yeah, and Halloween is on Sunday. So what I will don't do, put don't put knives in in candy, people. Yeah, yeah, don't do anything stupid. Or do what Mary and I do, which is we take the kids trick or treating, and then we just buy huge bags of store bought candy, and then give the kid, and then put it in the kids trick or treat bag, and they don't know, they wouldn't know the difference. And yeah. then I eat the candy they got in case there's any needles or anything in it. Yeah, because you, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I don't worry about that kind of thing. Um, but what we do have for you, for our last bit of Halloween stuff here, are some Halloween dad jokes. Okay, you ready Maybe for that? a couple? Why do ghosts go on diets? Don't look at the answers, dude. I know that you can see the answers. I'm not looking at anything. You can see the screen. What is it? It's so they can keep their ghoulish figures. Instead of girlish. Get it? I got it. Have where does, a couple more. Where does a ghost go on vacation? Uh, nope. Malibu. Okay. All right. I probably should have got that one. Where did the, or excuse me, why did the ghost go into the bar? Uh, uh. I feel like I'm going back to booze. To drink know. some booze. Booze. Okay. Okay. Um, got it. We, got, we got time for two more. Yeah. Give me a couple more. Why did the policeman ticket the ghost on Halloween? Why did it take I don't think I understand this one. It didn't have a haunting license. A hunting license. Oh, instead of hunt. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Why do demons and ghouls hang out together? I I don't know. Because demons are a ghoul's best friend. Because <laughs> diamonds are a girl's best okay, friend. Okay, I gotcha. Oh, that was a double. That one. was that was a bit of a reach, I'll say. Oh, I don't know. I thought the haunting license was a bit of a reach. Why did the ghost starch his sheet? He wanted everyone scared stiff. Okay, that one was good. All right, last one. That one was good. Why does a panda ghost, or what does a panda ghost eat? Hold on. Come on, buddy. Uh, bamboo. Bamboo. Got it. All right. All right. Yeah, we can end on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was enough funny Halloween dad jokes. Very good. All, All right. right. Have a safe Halloween, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. See you.